0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Jimmy Erickson again, bringing you Bucket Hats and Toe Taps, week 2, episode 2. We are going to be going over last week's results, we're going to be going over the standings today, and then we're going to be going into our next week's matchups, and possibly predictions. I haven't exactly gone over all the scores to give spreads, but I could do that pretty much on the fly when we get to the schedules, so I could work on that also. But um, what's going on, guys? How's everything been going? Thank you guys so much for listening last week. We got up to 93 views in our first podcast. I really appreciate that. I would have loved if we could get seven more, bring that up to 100. But, I mean, if you guys want, you could share it. If not, it's cool. I get it. But um, <clears throat> I want to talk to you guys about a project I currently have in the works. I'm looking to possibly do something on Saturdays right before... We have game day on Sunday. Um, I'm looking to shoot something probably around 1 to 3 o'clock so I can get it out before nighttime on Saturday because I want to do like a. Basically, I want to get together a couple of the uh, players or captains from the teams, get on Discord do a little video call, talk about the new rules, like the um, onside kick that we have implemented, the eight-second rule being brought back so that the quarterback gets blown dead, talk about how their teams are doing and how the league's looking and how the, um, the standings and everything have panned out so far. So we're hoping to get that in the works. I'm hoping to get that going on by Saturday. If not, we'll have that going by next week. It just depends on if I can get everybody together by Saturday or hopefully maybe tomorrow. But... We're going to get into things. If you haven't already checked out the league page, go to Mammoth Men's Flag Football League on Facebook, on Instagram. If you guys want to join the league, make sure you reach out to Gary. Gary will help you guys out getting into the league and everything. We're already in week three. We're in the swing of things. I really don't know if we're accepting teams right now. I highly doubt it, but we will be accepting for the up-and-coming tournament that we normally do right after the season. And then we also have a season coming up in the spring. Normally takes about a month or two let the cold die out, and then we come back in the spring. So if anybody wants to join up for next season, reach out to Gary, let him know. You can reach out on Facebook, Instagram. He should be able to answer you, even though he's a grandfather when it comes to technology sometimes. But um, no offense, Gary. Anyways, let I, like I said, let's get into things. So we're going to hop right into the North Division or the Gold Division. We're going to go over the um, matchups that went on last week, and then we're going to go through the other divisions, and then we'll go into standings. So Starting off with the gold division at the early morning game, we had Body Bags versus Past Pastar Prime. Pastar Prime came out with guns blazing. They ended up winning 53-12. to Pastar Prime, I believe, was 0-2 going into this week. So it's really nice to see them getting their footing in uh, gold, finally getting a win under their belt, and a well-deserved win at that. The second game we had going on were Terps versus Notre Dame Legends. ND Legends finally moving up into gold from the Bronze Division. Gary believe they uh, deserve to be up there. Terps ended up winning 43-27. Like I said with the Terps, they put up a really good fight week one, only lost by one point. I believe I had them winning over the ND Legends. So Terps, way not to make me a liar, even if it was even. Way to show out, keep gold. Show them that it's not a joke up here, so... Um Then for the third game of the day, we had 2-plus club versus Mean Machine Eric. 2-plus club, again, putting on a show. These guys, every week they come out, they're putting up almost 40-plus points, I believe. They're averaging, I believe, it's like 46 points a game or something like that at this point. It's absolutely absurd the amount of power they have in that offense. Um, Like I said, they're probably the front runner for gold as of right now. We don't exactly know, seeing as it's only week three. They could end up, you know, falling off or something, but or somebody could figure out their offense, kind of get a defense surrounding that and possibly shut them down. But as of right now, they're the high-scoring offense. They're the ones that beat. So two-plus club way to show out, 54-25 against Me Machine. Me Machine then came into a second game at 1 p.m. Back-to-back doubleheader. Um, they ended up winning that game, 20 to 19. That's a good effort after getting beat 54 to 25 to come back. Win a game, even if it's by one point. Get that win under your belt. Show that you belong in gold and everything. Comebacks. I don't know if Me Machine was a solid opponent. I don't know if you guys just weren't ready for the new team. I don't know what happened there, but you guys should have been able to beat a team that just got clobbered by another gold team. But Mean Machine, like I said, way to show out. <clears throat> and um, those are the matchups we had for the North and Gold Division. Four matchups, like I said. We had Pastar Prime, Terps, Mean Machine, and Two Plus Club all coming out with a win. Uh, mean Machine getting a win and a loss, playing that double header. We're gonna head into the Silver Division now, um, also known as the. What is this? The South? Yeah, the South Division. Uh, last week we had one, two, three, four, five, six games go on in the Silver Division. Started out with balls deep versus Huffin and Puffin. Balls deep ended up blowing out Huffin and Puffin, 42-14. Huffin and Puffin seems like one of those teams that can score, but does not seem to have the most stout um, defense. Balls deep has a pretty good defense. They were able to stop the Huffin and Puffin offense and everything. Uh, Huffin and Puffin also played up against a, I believe team highlight was moved down to bronze. So they played a bronze team last week. So. We'll like to see what they end up doing in silver. I don't know if they're going to end up being a bottom tier team. But after getting blown out 42-14, it's kind of hard to make comebacks from there. So we'll see how they turn out. We had Balls Deep versus Monsters. Monsters ended up losing their first game against Balls Deep 38-16. So Balls Deep came up 2-0 on the day. Not a bad result from them. I believe the monsters are a bronze team that I believe was a crossover game. From what I'm seeing, the cro- oh the other the fifth game or the sixth game should I say from um silver was also a crossover between comebacks and mean machines. So mean machine only taking the win in gold over a silver team by one point goes to show they may belong a little bit more in the silver division tier as of right now. But Gary has them up in gold. We'll see how that ends up panning out throughout the season. Um, Plan B versus the other Mean Machine. It's Mean Machine Eric and John. I call it Mean Machine 2.0 and Mean Machine. But um, their man defense ended up getting shredded by Plan B's offense. 28-8. Got a couple really, really good shots from that game. Um, I'm going to see if Gary wants to post the pictures that I had. From the first few games. I showed up to the uh, field at Old Bridge around like 2 o'clock. So I got Plan B. I got a couple other games. I have a um, couple games that were going on at the field before the Phantoms game. So I'll probably have him post those on the Facebook if you guys want to check those out. But 28-8 Plan B. Absolutely incredible game. I got um, Chris Shaw had a pick. Absolutely beautiful pick. um, Brought it back. Almost brought it to the house. And that just kind of brought the steam at a meme machine when they were trying to drive down the field late in the game. And after that, it was kind of over for them. So then we had, <coughs> at 4 o'clock, Outlaws versus All Madden. All Madden being a new silver team. They were a team, then they weren't. Joey, their quarterback, is a veteran to this league. He ended up, I believe, running a pick-six back at one point in time in the game, it's an absolutely beautiful play. Beat the entire defense down the field. Um, Outlaws ended up losing that game 20 to 40. Seeing Outlaws lose by such a large margin shows that All Madden may be a threat to Plan B and to the hierarchy of the Silver Division as of right now. You guys might want to watch out. All Madden showing up against the regular season badasses in Outlaws. So them losing 20 to 40 makes a statement uh rest of the silver division better be on notice for all madden (coughs) but as of right now plan b still on top of that uh dr d versus war sharks was the next game dr d ended up losing 31 to 34 against war sharks um it's good to see dr d put up that amount of points after getting beat up by uh Plan B last week, I said they got decimated probably a hundred times in the podcast. I apologize for that, but you guys really got beat up. But seeing you guys only lose by three points against a high-powered offense like War Sharks, that shows that you guys have potential to do things in silver. You guys are just getting your um, legs back under you after not being in for a season, I believe. So it's nice to see you guys back. You guys will probably make like a mid-tier team by the end of the season. I believe all teams make playoffs, so it'll be cool to see what you guys do in playoffs and everything. And, uh, those were the matchups for the Silver Division this week, or the South Division. We're going to move on to the East, and we had one, two, three, four, five games, two of which we already covered, Balls Deep versus Monsters were covered, and Plan B versus Mean Machine. Mean Machine is now a bronze team. They were silver, but they got moved down to bronze, so that's why they're on the bronze um, schedule as of right now, so... You'll see me machine down in the Bronze League as of right now. Um, Abusement Park played Spartans 34-55. I had Abusement Park over the Spartans after taking a big win over Watkins. Without their big target Dritten, they kind of got absolutely destroyed. Uh, Not to quote anybody in particular, but somebody on that team said the quote of, Gim's a straight bum. So, game, you better get your shit together, or uh, they might be looking for another quarterback. I don't know about that, but Abusement Park getting beat up by Spartans, 34-55. Good to see the Spartans making a statement again after being in silver, taking a loss the first week. It's good to see them get their first win and uh, show that they belong to be where they are right now, possibly even in a higher division. So. Uh, next game was Balls Deep versus Monsters. We covered that game. Oh, we covered that game also. So Balls Deep won 38-16, gave Monsters their first loss, that being a crossover game. Monsters can't be too upset, but it would have been nice to sneak a win over a higher division team out. And then, uh, the last game... Oh, no, we have two more games. Sea Park versus Team Highlight. That was an absolute slugfest. 38-21 sea Park. Sea Park it was a close game going into half. But after a half, Seapark just came out blazing. Their defense held them twice, I believe, without a score after the second half. And they were just, they came to show that they could play. They came to show that the first loss was a fluke. And, you know, getting beat by a gold team doesn't show that they don't belong here. So Seapark ended up being 1-1 one one now. Um, beating Team Highlight. And Team Highlight being, ooh, they a silver division team? Oh no, I was looking at pl- I saw plan B, and I was like, "Why are they here with plan B?" No, they're a bronze team. So, but they showed that you know, C Park blo- or beating them by seventeen showed that they belong. Last week was a fluke. Uh, my Clifford guys, I got a couple good pictures of them. Sent those over. They'll end up being on the website sooner or later. So, shout out to you guys. Good shit. Keep it going. Hope to see you guys in making a statement in playoffs too. And then we had Chargers versus Dior. Chargers ended up winning 41-22. Chargers looking like a very clean team as of right now. Their offense is very effective. They have two slot receivers who are extremely fast. Um, very, very good deep targets. And then they have one checkdown dude who's probably the shiftiest guy I've ever seen outside of the plan B quarterback in, um, in Mike Vela and probably the fan. Nick Perrone. He's probably the third fastest guy, shiftiest guy on the field. So that receiver, I don't know his name. Again, I got to get more up to date with some of the players in this league so I can start reporting on you guys, but he's really, really good. Chargers looking like a very stout offense um, in bronze as of right now, looking like the top of the pack. Uh, They won 41-22 over Dior. Dior, again, looking like a very strong team after beating Spartans, but if they're seeing the top teams in the division and losing forty-one twenty-two, we hope to think that the Chargers are just a high-powered offense, and the Chargers might be just the front runners of the division right now. But hopefully, Dior can make a statement as of next week. See if they belong in the top of the division or the bottom half of the division. A lot of these games this week would decide that. As of right now, uh, going into week three, it'll split a lot of teams either one and two, zero and three, two and one, or three and zero. I don't think we're going to have any teams that stay at, like, 1-1 one one or anything. I think most teams are playing this week, so it'll be cool to see that, see how the divisions end up folding out, and we'll probably get a better sight at who's at the top, who's at the bottom, kind of, for each division. So that rounds out the East Division. Uh, then we go down into the West or the Diet Bronze Division, where we have a new addition of a team and a couple other teams who have been down here. Uh, Phantoms ended up getting moved down after going 0-2 without their quarterback, without a couple main pieces of their offense. I'm not making excuses for my team, don't get me wrong, but it was a really ugly game. We had the effects of a very strong wind going the entire game. We had no, uh, our starting quarterback was out. A lot of main receivers were out due to um, medical issues and everything. They're coming back this week, so Phantoms will look to make a statement, hopefully show everybody that they belong at the top of the division and end up getting back moved up. Probably just a fluke in the first two weeks. You had the first week where the team finally got together for the first time, all 12 of them, and then the second week we were without half the team. So, They'll look to improve everything after losing 19-29 to 29 to Grape Apes. Grape Apes played a really good game. They knew that all they really needed to do was throw a couple little, check down, uh, couple little check down drives, and when they were in the wind, they knew that they could throw into the wind a little. They had one deep pass that ended up going right over the safety's hands. Uh, if it wasn't in the wind, Danny would have picked that ball off, but again, the wind playing a major factor in this game. Not an excuse, but again, a major factor. But like I said, they'll look to improve next week. We'll see what they can do in this new division and everything. Great Apes improved to I believe 2-0, 3-0 maybe. But um good to see Great Apes and uh Big Al, you know, making a statement. Funny to see Big Al making jokes to Gary and everything about the rules, talking about how he wrote the rule book. You know, we all know you wrote the rule book, Al. Every team you play, you mention it to. So, <laughs> but uh yeah, they ended up winning 29-19 over the Phantoms. Uh, Stormcloaks played the Preachers, ended up winning 39-13. Stormcloaks playing a co-ed team, the Preachers, pretty solid uh, offense, pretty solid defense. But again, playing a co-ed team, it's not a... I don't want to say it's not a gauge of how well you can play and everything, but a lot of the co-ed teams compared to the higher division teams, even the Diet Bronze, are you know eons apart it seems like seems like a lot of the teams are outscoring them by um, a lot more points than they should be. Not that we don't see that in other divisions, but Stormcloaks beating Preachers 39-13. Hopefully Preachers can bounce back from that, play a co-ed team as of next week, and, you know, see where they end up standing in their own division. They end up taking a loss. They'll probably end up falling to the bottom half as of this week, but they could make a comeback. They've got a pretty high-powered offense, pretty uh, smart guys on their team, pretty smart girls too. Their girls have been making big plays for their offense, so... Look to see them continue everything throughout this week. Pylon Pythons played Show Us Your TDs. Ended up blowing them out 41-19. to um, I believe I had Pylon winning. Uh, Show Us Your TDs has been having an issue with scoring. They're having an issue with getting the ball really downfield. They're using their checkdowns pretty well but not getting many yards after the fact. Uh, They have one very big target on their team. I believe number 11. Don't quote me on that number, but I believe it's number 11. He had probably all 19 points for Show Us Your TDs. And then they had Brandon Mirabal. Ball with a big catch across the middle, probably 20 yards after the fact. That was the only real catch and run I saw from show us your TDs. So their quarterback either needs to get the ball to the receivers in a better window, or those receivers need to make a little bit more room between them and the defenders while they're running the ball. Um, They need to do something to start scoring a little bit more. Hopefully they can make a statement next week. We'll see. Um, Actually, now that I'm looking at it, I don't know if they are playing next week. So with that said, you know, they'll look to adjust possibly on a bye week and then come back for a doubleheader sooner or later get their minds right and everything so that'll be cool to see we had the renegades play militia renegades ended up winning 27 to 20 militia or um renegades are a team that they've been together for a pretty long time i'm pretty sure the renegades split off from a team originally when i first joined the league in triangle out which was like probably three years ago at this point it's been a while um they ended up splitting off into renegades when plan b was a thing They've been in the lower division since, but it seems like they're a top team in the lower division as of right now. seems like they've been a top team in the lower division. So they ended up winning 27-20. to 20. Militia tried to make um, a statement, tried to show that they belong at the top of the division, but losing to one of the higher-up teams, it's not a bad thing. But again, something to improve on. So good game, Militia, but we'll look to see you guys bounce back as of next week. We'll look to see the Renegades probably make a run for first place, I believe, because they play Grape Apes, who are two and zero right now. So if they can end up beating them, I believe they'll go two and one. Also, depending on the point differential, then we'll see them possibly jump into first place. As of right now, uh, Brooklyn Woo also played LMA. LMA got their first game under their belt. Brooklyn Woo ended up winning thirty three to thirty two. So that shows Brooklyn Woo's been a pretty high powered offense so far uh LMA being able to keep up with them it either shows that both defenses are very weak as of right now or it's showing that both of these teams have just very high powered offenses and the defenses could not adjust as of yet but um with Brooklyn Woo it seems like they don't allow too many points throughout the first two weeks so I don't think that LMA scoring 32 points on them was a fluke or anything <clears throat> It might just go to show that LMA is actually here to stay in the division, probably make a statement. I don't know. We'll see what we see from them in their light blue colors. Like I said, I don't know if they're still light blue, but that's what they used to be. Um, they got one really, really fast receiver on their team also. A little short dude. It's really aggravated when he drops the ball, but um, he's a blast to watch play. Uh, their quarterback isn't the worst He's got a pretty accurate deep ball, pretty accurate short ball. Uh, not the best on the run, but not the worst. He's basically an average quarterback as of right now. But we'll look to see LMA play, I believe, the Chargers as of next week. That's a crossover game. So if they can end up beating the Chargers, they might... I think Gary said the divisions were locked, so I don't think they'll move up. But Gary may look into moving them up possibly in the next season or... Just to try and bring Chargers back to, you know, Earth right now. See if they could get their first loss against a team in a lower division. It all depends. Uh, That's going to be interesting to watch. I just kind of started going into a little preview of next week. I didn't mean to do that. I got off track. But, um, yeah, so that's the recap for Diet Bronze or the West Division. Now we're going to go into... My nose is so itchy right now. Sorry about that, guys. Um... We're going to go in the co-ed division. We're going to go over this, these games real quick, and then we'll hop into these standings. Uh, Khaled beat Globo Gym Purple Cobras 26-25. I really hate that you guys make me say that entire name. Why'd you have to make it so long? Uh, Pylon Pythons beat Show Us Your TDs 41-19. to um, Huh. I completely forgot. Are Pylon Pythons... I'm pausing for a second because I got to fact check myself before I make a stupid statement. Okay, so show us your TDs is no longer in diet bronze, actually, as of right now. From what I'm seeing, it looks like Gary's actually moved them down into the central division. So, they are currently in the lower. I thought it was the co ed division. I guess he's dropping teams down there that aren't performing in the regular division as of right now. So, show us your TDs. I don't know if this news, you guys, or what, but from what I'm seeing on this end, it looks like you guys have been dropped to the co ed division. So,. Welcome to the co-ed division. I just got confused when I was looking at your game. Like, I just saw Pylon Pythons. I was like, I, didn't I just review this game? So, yeah, show us your TDs. You guys got dropped down to the co-ed division, it looks like. They, like I said, lost 41-19. Had a couple streaks of goodness in their offense, but they really need to get it going. Um, we went over Stormcloaks and Preachers. Motley Crew ended up beating Unguarded 22-0. Motley Crue's been a pretty solid team in the co-ed division. Looks like they kinda might run things as of right now. Nah, I'm kidding. They're 0-2. But um, after coming back from 0-2, going 22-0, they also played a diet bronze team, and I believe a either a bronze or a silver team before that. So them playing teams above them clearly has made them prepared to play other co-ed teams. Beat out unguarded 22-0. So it's interesting to see after getting beat down that they came back and completely. Didn't let anybody score on them. Um, goes to show that maybe it was just a fluke due to the fact that they were playing higher division teams. So, Molly Crew, hopefully you guys can rebound from the 0 and 2 start and make a statement regular season, head into playoffs, and possibly grab a one or two seed. I don't know. I don't know how these uh, seasons are going to pan out. I don't know how standings are going to go yet. Win- we're well, only in week three, guys. Uh, unguarded played the tribe. Lost zero to forty-two. I wasn't ready for that. Um, the tribe got beat by Brooklyn Wu, uh die bronze team, six to thirty-eight, and then came back and beat down unguarded, forty-two to zero. I don't know what was going on with unguarded. I don't know if they were winded. I don't know if their quarterback didn't show up. I don't know if they forgot how to play football for the week. I don't know. People have rough weeks, guys. I'm just speculating here, but it seemed like Unguarded had a little bit of an issue going on. Um, They had the 5 and 6 o'clock games, but they ended up not scoring a single point in those games. So you guys are going to have to score some points, or um, it's not looking good for you guys. Oh, I'm looking above now, and I'm seeing you guys didn't score any points in the week before either. So, yeah, you guys got to fix that offense or it is going to be brutal for the rest of the season. Um, I'm not trying to offend you guys or anything. I'm just trying to be honest, you know. Eh, not scoring points through three weeks is uh, it's rough. If you guys scored a couple points or something. You guys could be like, maybe it was just our defense, maybe it was our offense, but not scoring any points, you can pinpoint that offense. You guys got to figure out how to score there. So, um. That's it for the Central Division. So, what we're going to go into now is we're going to look at the standings for all the divisions, go over the standings, and then go into previews for the up-and-coming week. So, we're going to start with the North Division again. We're in the Gold League. 2-plus club is on top, 3-0-0. Uh, pass and TDs in second place, 2-0-0 currently. Terps 1-1 after a big victory over ND Legends. ND Legends right underneath them at 1-1 uh one and two for past our prime one and one for mean machine eric i don't know how that works one and two one and one. Oh, because they both have two points and we go based on points against and then point differential so yes past our prime even though they're one and two still technically have that two points from the win and the points against are even for them and mean machine so it goes to point differential which Pastar Prime, even though they're 1 and 2, still has a positive 10 point differential. So that's why Pastar Prime is above Mean Machine as of right now, and then Body Bags are at 1 and 2 at the bottom of the division. We're going to go into the Silver Division now. Silver Division, we have Balls Deep at the top, 3 and 1. Hold up, wait a minute. When did Balls Deep get three and one? Oh, cause they played the double header. God, did they play two double headers? I don't know what's going on with that. But Balls Deep played a lot of games. They've uh, got six points. They're ahead of Plan B currently, and Gangrene, who are both two and zero. They're three and one. They just have more points currently because of the extra win. Um, Plan B and Gangrene have more games to play. If they end up winning, you know, out opposed to getting the one loss, then. You know, it's going to be a different story. And then on top of that, Gangrene and Plan B both have less points, a lot less points against than Balls Deep. So, um, that'll be big if they can keep that under 119. Uh, Gangrene currently at 52. Plan B currently at 22. Uh, Plan B, it shouldn't be hard for them to keep that under 119 and getting one more win. Gangrene should be said the same thing. There's no way they should be losing 60 points at, between getting one or two wins. So um, they should end up jumping ahead of Balls Deep, but they currently hold the lead at 3-1. and one. Like I said, Plan B 2-0, Gang Green 2-0. I want to apologize since somebody on Gang Green literally had an aneurysm on the Instagram page. I, I, I got wrong information. Someone said you were kicked. Gary freaked out. It's a podcast, misinformation happens, I'm, I'm not fucking Steve Schefter, I, I don't know what you want from me, I'm not, you know, a genius, I'm a guy reporting for a Monmouth County Flag Football League, so you know, misinformation happens, you're not out of the league, get over it, if you're still in the league, make a statement, win big or something, Jeez. prove me wrong. I said you guys were above the rest of the teams. I don't know why he got so angry, but anyways, we digress. <coughs> Gangrene two and zero. Oh. They're on. Um, they're on. Th- they're in third as of right now. Warsharks two and one. Um, all Madden two and one. Like I said, Warsharks very high powered offense. All Madden beating out Warsharks shows that they belong in the silver division right now. They're. It seems like those five teams between All Madden, War Sharks, Gangrene, Plan B, and Balls Deep will be the ones fighting it out for top teams as of right now. Balls Deep might fall down a little bit. I can see Plan B and Gangrene being the top two teams. Uh, War Sharks and All Madden possibly fighting it out for the third and fourth spot. We'll see. Um, Outlaws are normally a really big regular season team, but they're currently 1-2 underneath Huffin and Puffin, who's 1-1. One I think the Outlaws might rebound. Um, they're a solid team. Guys have played together for a while. They know each other very well, so they know what they're going to have to adjust to. But, again, being 1-2 and, and starting off that season 1-2, and two, it's rough to rebound from there. But all teams making playoffs. Again, I don't know if that's still true, but I think all teams still make playoffs. So, if that's still the case, you guys should be fine. You'll be able to make playoffs. But, again, you guys tend to choke in the playoffs. So, you guys got to, you know, get it together in the regular season before you get to playoffs so you guys can feel a little bit more comfortable. Get in there, and uh, we'll work from there. So uh, underneath Outlaws at 1-2, and two, we have Comebacks and Dr. D at 0-2. Like I said, Dr. D had a good showing after getting beat up by Plan B. They showed that they can still score. They didn't exactly get blown out this game. It was a, you know, minuscule loss. So it'll be cool. If they uh, start getting some steam in their head, they can get some wins, make a run for like the middle of the pack, even the top of the pack, depending on how the rest of the teams pan out. But like I said, it seems like a top three or four dominant teams in the South Silver Division right now. Uh, Plan B and Gangrene being on top, and then War Sharks, all Madden, and possibly a sprinkle of balls deep in there. Uh, we're going to go to the East Division now, also known as the Bronze Division. We have Chargers on top, 2-0. and They seem like the clear favorite Monsters lost two or monsters are two and one. Not a bad record. Um, But, you know, that first loss under your belt is going to be big because if the Chargers end up winning out or whatever, you guys aren't even going to be able to squeeze that first if you wanted to. Um, (coughs) Apologies for that, guys. Um, Underneath monsters, we had Watkins, Sea Park, Dior and Spartans. Oh, and Abusement Park all tied Technically, for third, but with the way that Gary does it, it's Watkins, Sea Park, Dior, Spartans, and then Abusement Park. Currently in that order, going third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Underneath them, we have Team Highlight at 0-2 and Mean Machine at 0-3. Mean Machine being a team that has dropped down from the Silver League after starting the season 0-3. They'll look to make a statement. I say it a lot, but they have to. They got to come out swinging, they got to get their sea legs underneath them because if they can't start scoring and getting some wins out in this division, then it's looking ugly for playoffs and they might just want to regroup and look towards next season. But like I said, it's that man defense, guys. Yeah, fix that. And then Team Highlight looked like a very solid team, but like I said, Sea Park, Cliffwood Boys showed out. They played really well. Uh, Joe Piscopo played out of his freaking mind. Sean Johnson was dropping balls in people's hands. Like, he was Aaron Rodgers, and Nick Tompkins had some very, very big plays. Angel even had some very clean defensive plays. Angel knows I love to talk shit about him. I will literally, we have a group chat, I will go out of my way to talk shit to Angel just because it's fun to watch him blow up. But I will give him credit where credit is due. He played, like, another animal on Sunday. Uh, I don't want to get his head too big, but he was diving all over the place for flags. Normally, he ends up diving and missing everything but he was pulling flags making a lot of big plays he had a couple big stops um a questionable pass interference call that I thought was a huge defensive stop by him but you know can't argue with the refs and they ended up I believe making the stop anyway on that drive so it was a huge day for Angel big shout outs to him big shout outs to the Cliffwood boys way to pull out that W and uh yeah so we'll see how team highlight ends up doing also and uh that's it for the Bronze division. We'll head into the West Diet Bronze. Uh, we got Brooklyn Wu at the top three and0. They seem to be the powerhouse, big offense. Uh, they might run into a defense or two that may be able to stop them, but I don't think they've done that yet. Um, their defense isn't the greatest, but they've held people to a decent uh, amount of points. The first week or last week was their first time they've had like an actual shootout of a game so uh <clears throat> it's good to see them on top. They're a split of another team. I believe the quarterback for Brooklyn Wu also plays in the gold division. So don't get too down on yourselves, Diabrons. You're playing against a pretty good quarterback. Kid cocks the ball back and throws it like sixty yards. So um he's a really good quarterback. Brooklyn Wu on top as of right now. Grape apes two and zero. big ally quarterback Um, they've played together for years, they got this one bald dude, talks a lot of shit on the sideline, not even on the sideline, on the field, because he's on the field most of the game, but, uh, he's really, really hysterical, they're a decent team, they've been in diet bronze, they've been in the league for a long time, don't be mistaken by their, uh, appearance, they are a very, very clean team, they have two very fast guys on the inside and outside, one slot receiver, one, uh, fly guy, and they absolutely tear the field up, um... Then we have Renegades at 2-1, Stormcloaks at 2-1, and, and Pylon Pythons at 2-1 also. All three of those teams, 2-1. Only difference between them is point uh points against Renegades currently third, Stormcloaks fourth, and Pylon Python's fifth. Militia is currently at one and two, it's sit in sixth. We have LMA at 0-1 in 7th, and then Phantoms 0-2 oh at 8th. They're looking to make a huge comeback this week, finally getting their offense back out there after a rough week one and then a rough week two without the rest of their offense and a big portion of their defense. So the Phantoms look to rebound there. And speaking of rebounds and schedules and games and whatnot, we're going to go into the preview for this up and coming Sunday. I believe the date for this Sunday is, what, the 22nd? So, yeah, we're going to go into the preview for the 22nd. Uh, games, I believe, are starting at 9 a.m. I wasn't going to go to the 9 a.m. games, but then the Spartans, coach, player, Big, that I love to death, hope he's listening, shout out Big. Um, he wants me to come shoot the uh, shoot photos of his team, not actually shoot his team even though I'm pretty sure he wants to shoot some of them too, sometimes, including his brother. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to be up at 9 a.m. taking pictures for them. I'll probably be at the field a little bit longer, depending on the teams that are playing at 10 and 11. Probably take a little bit more photos. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll work from there. So we have in the North Division, or the Gold Division, 9 a.m., Body Bags vs. Mean Machine. Um, mean Machine, like I said, got a little beat up their first game. They came back to end up winning their second game, but it wasn't against a gold team, so it's not much of a statement. And seeing as it ended 19-20, they might want to be a little bit worried, but Body Bags just did lose 12-53. to 53. But when teams lose big games like that, they tend to come out swinging the next game. So I would watch out for Body Bags Mean Machine – but I'm going to call this game at about an even right now. I really don't know how it's going to pan out. Um, mean Machine Eric again. Mean Machine 2.0 has another double header. These guys love to play double headers. They're playing at 10 a.m. against the Terps. Um, I'm 100% going to give that to the Terps. The Terps made a huge statement against the ND Legends. They, like I said, only lost their first game by one against Body Bags. So depending on the outcome of the first game... You can base the spread off that. But right now, I'm giving the uh, advantage to the Terps at least minus two and a half. It might be minus six and a half, depending on how the body bags, me machine game ends up panning out. So happy I could switch that spread based on the results. Gotta love a little Vegas action here, boys. Uh, we got ND Legends versus passing TDs in the game after that. ND Legends looks to make a statement, to show that they belong in gold. Looks to show that last week was a fluke. Uh, that guy's name Henry Smith Is that his name Dylan uh they got this one guy Henry Smith talks about himself in third person that's that's how good he is apparently so I gotta come see this guy at 2 p.m. might shoot a couple shots see what's going on with them but um we'll see how ND Legends does against passing TDs I'm gonna give it to passing TDs as of right now but again that could change Uh, I I think if I'm going to give it to him, I'm only going to give it to him at minus two and a half. It might go to even later on. I, I don't know. I, I got to see how ND Legends and this Henry Smith looks. The live, live spread might switch over to a little bit of an even, depending if ND Legends comes out swinging. So, um, <clears throat> and then last but not least in the gold, we have passing TDs again versus two plus club. I hate to say it, but I'm 100 giving it to two plus club. High powered offense. I don't think they're going to be stopped. But I do think passing TDs can put up a decent amount of points. This will be the statement game, though. Because if they can't get past 2-plus club, I think 2-plus club is 100% the number one seed in this division. There's not even a question about it. There shouldn't even be anybody, you know, thinking about another number one seed. Like, their number one contender, the number one seed, the champion, they're just going to hold gold until playoffs, and we'll see how it turns out from there. But... As of right now, I think that's a huge game. That'll probably be the game of the week, depending on what the other games are looking at. But passing TDs versus 2 Plus Club at 3 o'clock, going to be a huge game. Um, Then we're going to go into the Silver Division. We're going to look at games for this week. We have Plan B versus Huffin and Puffin at 11 a.m. I'm going to give that to Plan B. Plan B, I think, are the front runners of the division as of right now um i'll give them minus six and a half on this one huffin and puffin got beat up by balls deep um but then they also beat team highlight 38 26 but team highlight ended up getting moved down so i don't know how to feel about that i think that plan b is going to come out and win this one but huffin and puffin can make a statement against what i believe to be the uh top contender in the division as of right now and uh, if they can knock them off It'll be huge for them, and it'll be big for the other teams in the division to possibly try and squeeze out wins to get ahead of them in these standings. Um, then we got Balls Deep versus All-Madden. I think All-Madden wins this game, even though Balls Deep made statements last week. I think they came out swinging, um, and I don't think they're going to make as big of a statement. Though they do have a high-powered offense, All-Madden's defense, and like I said, they're starting safety quarterback, Joey, Kid's an animal in the backfield, so it's going to be interesting to see how that game pans out. But I believe the defense of All Madden will stop Balls Deep in their tracks. I'm going to give it minus 2.5 to All Madden when I say in their tracks. Remember, they're a high-powered offense. That's why I'm keeping the spread low. Don't yell at me, guys. Uh, then we got Outlaws versus Dr. D. I'm giving that to Outlaws. Uh, though they're 1-2, and two, Dr. D is 0-2, and, and Outlaws have... Yeah, outlaws are... Hold on. Checking this again before I misquote myself. Yes, 1-2. and two. So, them having a window under their belt and them being, you know, a powerful offense and playing together, I think they're going to beat out Dr. D for the win this week. But Dr. D made a statement to show that they do, you know, contend with teams in this division, playing against War Sharks, going 31-34. So, they can stop a high-powered offense. They, I mean... They didn't stop them. They got 34 points, but they held them to under 40 points, which it looks like the average of their games were going up to at this point in time. So, um, it's big to see what Dr. D is going to do against the Outlaws, but I'm going to give it to Outlaws minus 6.5 this week. Outlaws, I know one of you listening. Frankie, somebody, don't make me wrong. You guys better not lose this week, goddammit. Uh... Then after that, we got Gang Green versus the Comebacks. Like I said, I apologize to the angry man on Gang Green. You guys are still in the league. You guys will live. I'm going to give you guys the advantage against the Comebacks because you guys are clearly the superior team in this matchup. That's not even a question. Uh, that's The Comebacks aren't looking too clean right now. But uh, we'll see how you guys do against them. We'll see how Gang Green does after their bye week or their off week or their suspension week. I don't know what it was because, you know, when I ask, I get yelled at now. So I'll get my reports from somebody else. Jeez. Blame Dylan. Anyways, um, <clears throat> that's it for the Silver Division. We're going to go into the East Division, the Bronze Division, go over the matchups for this week. If it would load, please. I did this on my computer because last week I wrote out every one of the matchups and my hand felt like it was going to fall off because I did like four pages of notes because I was really, really nervous about my first uh, podcast. So, you know, I decided to do it all digital this time see how it uh, turns out. I think it's going pretty smooth. So at uh, 9 a.m. we got Spartans versus Team Highlight. Uh, Team Highlight looked clean. But I'm going to give the advantage to the Spartans. They came out, they showed that maybe their first week was a mistake. Maybe they do belong in this division. Maybe they belong towards the top of the division. So I'm going to give the Spartans the advantage. Minus six and a half this week. Team Highlight, you might want to come out for prove me wrong. I don't know. That's up to you guys. I doubt any of you are even listening. But, you know, show out, Team Highlight. But Spartans versus Team Highlight, that's going to be the first game for this division at 9 a.m., uh, Dior versus Abusement Park. I don't know about Dritten this week. I don't know if he has a questionable tag. I think he's coming back, so that's going to be a shootout of a game if Dritten's back. If not, God bless America. But uh, Gim, you're going to need to buckle down, Bucko, as your brother would say, and uh, you know, start your, start getting your offense under your legs and start throwing the ball a little bit more clean maybe taking a little bit more runs when you can i I don't know what's going on i haven't watched any of your games per se i saw a dritz dunk ball that's about all i really saw so far from you guys so i don't know if dritz just gassing but it seems like you just gotta you know start targeting a little bit better and work on your qb play and you guys should be fine uh that defense just needs to step it up too watkins versus monsters is the next game at noon um I'm going to call this even. Watkins is a solid team. Uh, Monsters is a very, very good team. But Monsters got beat up last week, so I think Monsters come out and try to make a statement. But again, Watkins has a very solid stout defense and a very good offense, so it'll be a good matchup. That's probably the matchup for of the week for this division. Um, I don't know if I did matchup of the week for Silver. If I was going to do that, it'd probably be... Yeah, it's probably the Plan B game, only because that's a big statement game for them to move up into first if they can. Especially if Gank Green takes a loss. So, But I don't know. We'll go back to Silver in a minute. But um, Monsters and Watkins, definitely the game of the week for the Bronze Division. Uh, LMA versus Chargers, that's going to be a crossover game. See if LMA possibly deserves to move up to the Bronze Division. Uh, Chargers currently sitting at 2-0. I don't know why Gary would put... the First seed of that division against a team that's 0-1 in the lower division. Telling you, dartboard. But it it could work. I think LMA has got a decent team. They've got a high-powered offense, a decent defense. They didn't show that defense out last week, but I think they can adjust and possibly play a little bit more clean this week and give the Chargers a run for their money, especially since they have speed on their side too. Not all their guys are too slow, so it'll be good to see them keeping up with the Chargers' high-powered and high-speed offense. Uh, mean Machine then plays C-Park. I'm going to give the advantage to C-Park 100%. Um, that's C-Park minus 6.5. Mean Machine plays in a man defense. Those are ex-football guys on C-Park. They'll see that immediately, and when they see that, they will tear into it. If they switch to a zone, they'll adjust to it, I think. Uh, C-Park showed that they, uh, they're here to play this week. I don't think Mean Machine is going to make a very big statement. I think they belong in this division, honestly. Again, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be honest. I think Mean Machine was supposed to be in this division starting this year. I don't think they belonged in silver. I think that was made very clear last year. Uh, but Sea Park versus Mean Machine, I'm giving Sea Park minus six and a half. Uh, so we're going to go into Diet Bronze now. Uh, the West Division. And we have one, two, three, four games. Great Apes versus renegades. I think that's going to be the matchup of the week for this division. No doubt in my mind. Uh, two very high-powered offenses. Um, not the greatest defenses, but, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a shootout between these teams, I think. Um, then we have Phantom. Or I'm going to keep that even. It's 100% even between great Apes and renegades. I think great Apes. if we had to give an advantage to a team, had to, like, gun to my head, I'd say great Apes. But Renegades are, like I said, they've been playing together for years, but so have great babes. So it'll be cool to see that uh, matchup of the week for this division. Um, Phantoms, I can't even pronounce my own team's name correctly. That's how tired I am, boys. Um, But Phantoms versus Pylon Pythons, that's at 1 o'clock. I Don't get me wrong. I want to give the advantage to the Phantoms. I want to say minus two and a half, but I'm going to call it even as of right now. Phantoms being 0-2. I think with their offense and their defense coming back, they're swinging for the fences, trying to make a statement, trying to show that, you know, second week was just a fluke and the first week was just, you know, them getting their, uh, their sea legs under them, trying to get adjusted. When I say they, I mean we. When I say we, I mean they, you know. I don't want to, like, when I do the podcast, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, the Phantoms, because I am on the Phantoms, but, again, I don't want to, you know, be doing my podcast as Phantoms player Jimmy. So, you know, Um, I'm going to keep that even. I think, like I said, Phantoms come out swinging. I think Pylon Pythons have a very good offense, but I think they're going to run into possibly a brick wall of the Phantoms' defense. Uh, The defense looks very clean this year. Um, The offense just has an issue scoring in the red zone. That's the biggest issue for the Phantoms as of right now. They get it down within 5-10 yards of the end zone. And it's just no punch city from there. So they'll look to adjust on that. They'll look to adjust from their late night game in the the wind. Again, the weather taking a toll on the team. Taking a toll on everybody's team that night. So uh, it's an ugly game, but... We'll look to rebound from that, keep it even with the Pythons. I think we come out on top, but again, we'll see who ends up being you know one and two or zero and two or uh, zero and three. I I don't know what's gonna. Oh, py, Pylon Pythons are two and zero, so we have a chance to take down a two and zero team as of right now actually. So that'll be huge for Phantoms after uh, moving down if they can take out a big contender in the division that they just dropped down into, show that you know they belong. So that'll be a Big game for the Phantoms. Um, I thought Pylon Pythons were like one and one, to be honest. So I apologize about that. I didn't realize that could be a big game, too. So Grape Apes and Renegades, and then Phantoms and Pylon Pythons are contending both for game of the week for Diet Bronze 100%. And then we have the Militia versus Stormcloaks at 2 p.m. I'm going to say Stormcloaks because they just won 41 Uh They're kind of feeling themselves. And then they won thirty nine to thirteen, so. But after a move up into a new division, we'll see when they make the statement. Um, I'm gonna give them a minus two and a half. Don't want to put them too far over militia, disrespect militia, and have them come out and, you know, absolutely blow them out. I'm so confused. No, Pylon Pythons are one and two and one. So they played their three games. Okay, so they're not undefeated, but they are a top team. So I was right to say that that's a big game. And then Militia and Stormcloaks, like I said. I'm going to give that minus 2.5 for Stormcloaks. um, Militia, you guys got to make a statement this game or it's going to be rough for the rest of the season, just like Phantoms. Anybody in the bottom half of the division basically has right now. If you're an 0-1, 0-2, 1-2 team, you guys got to squeeze out a win this week. Even though you all make playoffs, it's really big for momentum. Um, Like I said, I've been playing in the league for a couple years. I've been on teams where we win. The entire season I've been on teams where we lose the entire season um losing is good because it lights a fire under your ass for playoffs and you just want to win but winning also puts you in that good mojo the team energy is very good the team vibes are really cool you don't have like a lot of stress but sometimes that stress is almost like you know a factor to you uh playing a little bit better like sometimes when you get stressed you'll you'll kick into another overdrive that you didn't know you had because you want to win so badly so uh, we'll see how these teams you know, pan out. Some of these teams might be teams that need wins under their belt before they can make a statement in playoffs. Some of these teams may just be sitting on losses to light a fire under their ass. So we'll see where these teams pan out in the um, West Division. And then we're going to get into the Co-Ed Division real quick. I swear every time I click it, it loads for a second. I don't think it's going to work. And then it's, it's right there. All right, so we got Unguarded versus Donnie's Angels. I'm going with Donnie's Angels. um, 100%, Unguarded hasn't scored a point all season. They look to score their first point. This season, I think it's going to be a huge game for Unguarded because if they can't get a win or at least a point, they have to go to the drawing board and figure out what's going on. Uh, Globo Gym versus Khaled. I 100% give this one to Khaled. Minus 6.5 because Khaled's making statements on teams... Literally, the entire time. Um, wait, you guys just played each other. Literally last week. Alright, so it's a rematch. I guess you guys requested that. I don't know. But I'm giving it to them minus six and a 6.5. They only won by 26-25. to 25, But I think they could have scored on that last drive. Um, they did end up getting stopped. But they did look very good marching down the field before that. So we'll see Khaled hopefully end up taking the win over... Uh, not hopefully, but you know... For my pick-wise, hopefully. Uh, taking the win over Globo Gym, Purple Cobras. And hopefully, because you guys make me read that very long name. Like, you guys could have been GGPC, Globo Gym. Everybody knows the reference. You didn't have to put the whole name. Anyways, uh, we got Tribe versus Preachers. Um, I think Preachers come out on top after getting beat up a little bit last week. Preachers have a high-powered offense. Pretty decent defense. And I think they're the one of the top contenders in this division as of right now. So we'll look to see the Preachers take on Tribe at 2 p.m. And then you have Motley Crew versus Show Us Your TDs. Show Us Your TDs being a team that ended up getting dropped down in this division. Um, Motley Crew being a team who lost 46-0 and 34-19, I think, honestly. And But then they ended up coming back and winning 22-0. to But that was against Unguarded, who, again, have not scored a point all season. So... I think show us your TDs needs to make a huge statement after getting knocked down. I think it was two divisions. Now they moved from silver to bronze and then bronze to diet bronze. So they need to make a huge statement, get a big win in this lower division. Um, taking out Motley crew would be a big statement, moving them down lower in the standings and, you know, making it a good stepping stone for show us your TDs to hopefully move to the top of the division. Seeing as they've been knocked down from a couple other ones, they hope to find their footing here and, uh, kick some ass. So we'll see how that turns out. We've gone over all of the standings. We've gone over last week's results. We've gone over this week's results. You know, that's really about it as of this week. Um, I gave you guys an update on what we might do Saturday, possibly Friday. I want to get it out before Sunday. I might put it out on Sunday so you guys can like, you know, have a little thing to listen to or something beforehand get yourself hyped if somebody's talking shit on the pod but i again don't have an exact window for that if we don't get it out this week it's definitively coming out week three or for us it'd be week four technically but you know episode three you get what i'm saying um that'll definitely be out soon very hyped about that again thank you all for all of your support that you guys have been giving to the channel and everything Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for, or should I say listening? It's not really something to watch. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, try to get that first episode to 100 listens. That'd be really awesome. Um, not begging, but, you know, asking. And then check out this episode. Share it to your friends. Get other people involved. You know, I'm hoping to grow this podcast a little bit. Do some very interesting things with it. I'm hoping to do... um When I said I was doing the uh, podcast for Discord, I'm doing a video pod. So Spotify has a video podcast option where you guys will be able to see all of us in the Discord call. I'm hoping to just, like, you know, edit it where it's just our faces and everything so you guys can see our reactions and everything to us talking about the new rules and all the kind of shenanigans going on in the uh, league, all the new rule changes, and, you know, some of the gossip going on from teams, seeing if anybody's hurt, seeing if anybody's, you know, unhappy with their teammates, you know. We're gonna get all that inside scoop and we'll hear it from the sources themselves opposed to me quoting things and getting yelled at yeah gangrene i'm referencing you guys again i'm gonna keep referencing you guys Oh, call me out on my podcast and expect me not to respond so you know yeah again thank you guys this is week two of bucket hats and podcast or bucket hats and toe taps um Visit Monmouth County Flag Football League at uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. Check all that out. Uh, tune into week three. That'll probably come out. Again, I'm trying to move the schedule up for the uh, podcast. I'm trying to move it up to, like, I'm hoping to get out the episodes out Wednesday. Because normally what I do is I record Wednesday, edit Thursday. And then I put it out for Thursday night. Um, but tonight, I'm actually recording on Thursday. I'm going to edit it, hopefully get it out by 7.30, maybe before, if I do it beforehand, I'm a genius, if I don't, I'm still learning this program, I'm sorry, I got a little editing skills that I gotta get down still, uh, just took a sip of Gatorade, and um, like I said, if any of you are interested in getting tuned in to the Saturday sit down, or I don't know what, I don't know if I want to call it Strong Side Saturday or Saturday Sit Down, but whatever we're going to be doing on Saturday, um, if you want to be involved, hit me up on Facebook, uh, James Erickson, I think it's like Jimmy Raymond on Erickson or on, uh, Facebook right now because, you know, I don't want the government finding me and, uh, hit me up on Instagram too, I think it's J Ray E Jr., J-A-Y-R-A-Y-E-J-R, um, Or just reach out to me on the field on Sunday. Like I said, I'll be there at 9, probably until 11, because I'll probably shoot Plan B's game after that. And then, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, if you guys have any, you know, recommendations for the channel or anything, if you guys have anything that you want me to do specifically, let me know, take it into consideration. Probably end up doing it because, you know, you guys are the smart ones. I'm just here recording it and you know conveying it to you guys. But you guys are awesome. I really do appreciate everything. I really appreciate everybody reaching out to me last week. Uh oh yeah, I'll give a little update. Why not? Uh on the podcast, I'll give a little update on my own life. I uh heading into not last week's game, but the week before, I got into a terrible accident. I didn't hurt myself, but uh I was driving down the towards the train station in Madawon. And some lady blew a stop sign. I ended up T-boning her. wasn't my fault clearly because she blew a stop sign. But you know, I totaled my Jeep, my love, my pride, my joy. R.I.P. Bertha, love you to death. But you know, I've been shook. I've been having a really rough week. I really appreciate everybody from the league who's reached out, made sure that I was okay and everything. Um, I appreciate Gary for trying to help me out with the uh, podcast and everything, trying to give me a little bit of little tidbits and everything to throw into the podcast, little bits of information that I can actually use and uh, letting me know what's not true so I don't get yelled at, gang green. All right, that's the last time I do it, I promise. But, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, you guys have been great. I really appreciate everything. Tune into week three. And, again, this is Bucket Hats and Toe Taps with Jimmy Erickson. Thank you guys so much, and enjoy the rest of your night.